Amen. We've been on a series this month called The Need to Abide in Christ. The Need to Abide in Christ. There is a need, amen, that you and I must abide in Christ. Amen. There's not a, a if I want to or should I. Someone say, I need to. I need to abide in Christ. Amen. If you have your Bibles, turn to John chapter 15. John chapter 15, verse 4. We open with the foundational scripture here. John 15, verse 4. Says it like this. It says, abide in me and I in you. As a branch cannot bear fruit of itself. Unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. Father, we thank you for your presence that's in this place. We thank you for your people. God, we thank you for what you're taking place here. God, I pray you continue to give us a revelation of your word, insight, God. Speak to us, oh God. Encourage us, strengthen us, oh God, that we would learn today, God, what it is to continue to abide in you and what it consists of. In Jesus' name, and everybody says, amen. amen. You know, here, Jesus is, 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 is talking about using a parable, and he's using it to compare it to a vine. I don't have a grapevine, but I have right here as a citrus tree here. But uh, the branches, the simplicity of it, he can, tells us that, that the same way a branch cannot abide, or can, excuse me, cannot, cannot live without it abiding, the same way you and I cannot live without abiding in him. And so we, we, we cut this off oh, about what, two weeks ago. I just making noise already. A little homemade rattler. But when we cut it off, remember, it looked fresh. It looked like nothing was wrong with it, right or wrong. It, 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 looked, it looked fresh. It, it looked like this. It looked healthy. It looked healthy. Let me bring it down here real quick. It, it looked like this bushel. It looked really, it looked just like this green, healthy, nothing wrong with it. It looked like a little tree, a walking little tree. Uh, but, but time, someone say time. Time began to drain, drain its virtue and drain uh, uh, it, it, its appearance and take away from it. And now all of a sudden now, now it's sucking up. Now it's drying up. Because the scripture also says, from apart from me, you can do what? Nothing. And now this branch that one time looked like everything was fine, everything was okay. Now it's drying up. And sometimes how that can reflect on us when we fall away from God. We, we look okay. We're all right for a while. And, oh, my boyfriend's back. And whatever. You know what I'm talking about? My husband's back. My wife is back. I got my job back. You know, I'm doing better than I ever was. Then all of a sudden, everybody with me so far? All of a sudden, it, it's draining you, man. It's draining you. And, and all of a sudden, you know, you, 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 you find out that apart from him, we can do what? Nothing. And when we, when we abide in him, look at the branches that abide. Look at this one. Look at, look at it. Look how much it grew already. Look at the fruit on Look at the flowers coming out on it. It's blooming. Now, I, I, I want you to see this because I'm going to talk about a few things, a, a couple little things here. I'm going to set up some stuff for you guys. But I want you to see that it's growing. It's, it, it's growing because it's abiding in the vine. It's getting the nutrients it needs. 
It's getting what it takes to cause it to grow. Everybody with me so far? So now I, I want you to understand that that to abide in Christ, there's so many things. There's so many things. We, I talked to you guys about what it implies to abide in Christ. Talked about what are the requirements. And we talked about all these different things. What are the benefits? But I, I also want to get into about how the disciples, when they abide in Christ, what happened to them. When the disciples abide in Christ, when they begin to abide in him, something begins to take place. Something begins to happen. Amen. You, 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 if, you, if you can understand this really simple, go to John, where, John 15 already, verse 4. I want to read this again because this is really, really just jumps out of me. Abide in me and I in you as a branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branch. Straight out. He who abides in me and I in him bears much Someone say much. Someone say mucho. Someone says nos nes nos nes nes. I'm just kidding. Here we go. Someone say much. Much. My God. Much. I, I just, I just, that just hits me a lot right there. Not a little bit, but much fruit. For without me, we can do nothing, man. He's telling us how much we're going to grow, how we're going to be prosperous, how we're going to benefit in a lot of different areas. And so again, abide means this, to endure without yielding to be patient or to bear patiently to remain stable some say stable stable see as we remain in him we will be we will, be, we will begin to see great change some say change see since this branches have continued to abide in him it's changing it's changing some say changing i want you to, it's changing it's changing it's, it's, it's growing, it's changing. The reality, you become who you hang around with. You will become who you hang around with. I hung around the wrong people, so Jew and the hawk came knocking at my door. I know none of you guys, you guys look holy. I remember getting thrown out of school, hanging around the wrong people. Couldn't go to that school, couldn't go to that school no more, got kicked out of that school. Hanging around the wrong people, couldn't go here, couldn't go, pretty soon couldn't go nowhere no more because now, you know, you're stuck to a little area. And I've never left the desert until I got saved. I was stuck in the desert my whole life until the Lord brought me out. And I'm talking about the real desert, not the spiritual desert, the real desert. <laughs> And so sometimes you become who you hang around with. I, never, I, remember, I remember years ago saying, you hang around dogs, you're going to pick up fleas. And so I want to show you these disciples really quick. They became who they hang around with. They became who they hang around with. Uh, if you have your Bible, go to, go to John, chapter John. Let's start with John. John, John, chapter, John chapter 1. John chapter 1. Mm. We're going to go back and come back to this real quick, but I needed to say a little timeline for you guys real quick. John chapter 1. John chapter 1 verse 35 says this. Again the next day John stood with two of his disciples and looking at Jesus as he walked he said behold the Lamb of God. The two disciples heard him speak 
and they followed Jesus. Then Jesus turned and seeing them following, said to them, what do you seek? Then they said to him, Rabbi, which is to say, we're translated teacher, where are you staying? And he said to them, come and see. They came and saw where he was staying, listen it, and remain with him that day. Now it was about the 10th hour. Now listen closely here. Here's Jesus now. Jesus, the Bible talks about Jesus and, and Matthew and talks about it in Luke because the four books of the gospel are just different perspectives. Because I mean, we always see things different. The four witnesses, they're witnessing different things and different ways of bringing it out. You know, John is, John is just straight a la brava. He's just, you know, you want more detail, read the book of Luke. Luke was a physician. He was a doctor. He was more detailed, you know. And, and so, and the book of Mark is written out of the eyes of Peter. So it's just, it's just different, different ways of, of looking at the gospels, of looking at Jesus and how, how he did things. But this is the thing I want you to see. These disciples here were fishermen. They hung around fishermen. They were fishermen. They, they, they started their own business. They were prospering. They, they abided in that, and that's what they were doing. But all of a sudden, they became the disciples of Jesus. When Jesus called them, they followed him. Now, to abide in Christ, you have to understand you need to follow him. You need someone say, follow him. You must follow him. What is a follower? A follower is a student. One who's, be, one who's being taught, one, one who's learning. So these guys said, I want to learn from you, Jesus. I want to abide in you. I want to follow you because I want to learn from you. The Bible says that they stayed with him. They stayed, they stayed because they wanted to continue to abide in him. Now, you're going to understand to abide in him, to, to see what God does in your life, you need to, someone say follow. Someone say Follow. You know, if you want to know what's going on in someone's life, what do you do? You follow them on Facebook. And some of you have been following the wrong people, so you need to tell me you guys need to get rid of some of the people you're following. Come on, somebody. You got to hear you. Some of you are following some sick stuff. That's why you're some sick people. Some of the things that you be following, you're finding out who you, you really are. I'm going somewhere with this. Believe me, I'm going somewhere. Media has perverted the minds of the believers. Media has, has, in using the wrong ways, perverting people, thinking it's okay. People post things up. They're following them. And when they post up their video, it says right there, bleep, 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 and bleep, bleep. Well, we don't want to talk about that because, oh, no, not me. Can I get real? I am anyways, praise the Lord. I'm just trying to help you. If you're going to abide in Christ, you need to follow Christ. Come on, somebody. We need to follow Jesus. Following Jesus. And follow him through thick and thin. Through thick and thin. When you follow Jesus, you're going to see miracles. I'm going to say miracles. Woo, you're going to see some miracles. Come on, are you going to see some great things, some great stuff happens. When I gave my life to God, when I begin to abide in Christ, when I, when I, when I gave myself to the Lord and, and I gave my heart over to God, and God began to do great things, I began to see miracles. Seeing people touch throughout the Bible. The Bible talks about how God begins to do great miracles. How one of his, one of his first miracles was at a wedding. 
Because why? Because God believes in, 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 in marriage. Come on, somebody. God believes in marriage. You're here that are married. I'm telling you, you need to invest and go through that course. That's six weeks. Come on, for six weeks, that's going to be the best time you can invest in your marriage. Pastor, well, why is it 50 bucks? Because some of you guys don't like things free. You won't care, but if you pay for it, you got to go. Like if you go to the movies and you pay for it, you don't want to get up because you don't want to go to the restaurant, you're going to wait. You don't want to miss nothing. You pay for your popcorn, you ain't throwing that popcorn. That popcorn's going home, put it in your bag. Let's go. Take that soda. Go get a refill. Take that soda. I got three kids. I know what I'm talking about. If we pay for it, it seems like we value it more. Either way, if you don't, if you don't, we pay for it either way, good or bad. So I'm, I'm challenging you, those are married, going to get married, invest. Invest. You guys, are going to, you believe me, you guys are going to have a good time and God's going to do something great. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it, what God's going to do. Amen. But you follow Jesus, you're going to see miracles. You're going to see great things happen. One of the things that, 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 I, that I love that, that took place was here when, when God doubt, when he healed the man at the pool, of, at the pool, up at the, uh, what do you call it? You know that pool. My mind's blanked out right now. In John chapter 5, watch it, John chapter 5, Verse 3 says this, and, though, and this lay a great multitude of sick people, blind, lame, paralyzed, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain time into the pool and stirred up the waters. Then woe stepped, whoever stepped into the first after the stirring of the waters was made well of whatever disease he made. And a certain man was there who had an infirmity for 38 years, guys. When Jesus saw him laying there, this is the thing. When Jesus saw him laying there and knew that he already had been in that condition a long time, he said to him, do you want to be made well? Come on, somebody. Do you want to be made well? The sick man answered him, sure, I have no man to put me into the pool. See, that was not the question. We always twist God's word. You got to hear what's going on. An angel will come and stir the waters. But when Jesus was walking with his followers and they were seeing him go, he seen this man that was at that well and at that place. And he tells him these words. He says, hey, man, I know you've been here for a while. Hey, what can I do to help you? And because of the way we are, oh, we think we're going to get burned. Oh, we think there's a catch to it. Well, what do you want out of it? Well, um, uh, well, you know, um, Jesus, there's no one to help me. But that's not the question. He asked them, my Lord, man. The sick man answered him, sir, I have no man to put me into the pool. When the water is stirred up, but while I am coming, another steps down before me. Jesus said to him, rise, take up your bed and walk. And immediately the man was made 
well. Come on, somebody. Immediately, the man was made well. When you abide in Christ, you continue to see miracles. You will see great things take place. When you abide in Christ, you will see things because God is showing you, if I did it for them, I can do it for you. If I did it for them, I can do it for you. If I did it for you, I can do it for them. God is showing us so much when we follow him. See, following Christ, we can see a lot of things. One of the things... Also, in following Christ and abiding in him, guys, listen to what I'm telling you. Abiding in him, we're going to face some challenges. How many have ever faced challenges since you've been abiding in him? You, you, you see, you've been faced with some challenges. Now, go to John chapter 6. John chapter 6. The next chapter over. John chapter 6. John chapter 6, verse 60. You need to hear this. It says, Verse 6, it says this. Therefore, many of his disciples, when they heard this, said, this is a hard saying. Who can understand it? When Jesus knew in himself that his disciples complained about this, he said to them, does this offend you? Hello, somebody. Because we're easily offended now. We get offended for everything. Somebody posts something. Oh, my God. Pastor's picking on me. He didn't look at me. He didn't shake my hand. They didn't shake my hand. We get offended easily. If we abide in Christ, we shouldn't be getting offended easily. Come on, somebody. We need to abide in Christ. Amen. Abide in Christ. Listen to what's going on. And I need you to see this because this is very important before we, 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 we get a transition. He says, this is the you. What then if you should, should see the Son of Man ascend where he was before it is the spirit who gives life. The flesh profit is nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit. They are life. But there are some of you who do not believe. For Jesus knew from the beginning who they were. Who did not believe and who would betray him. And he said, therefore I have said to you that no one can come to me unless it has been granted to him by the Father. From the time many of his disciples went back and walked with him no more. My God. Here he is and here is the vine and here he is preaching and, he, and he's talking and he's saying things. And people are literally falling off. His disciples left him. The Bible says... Not the 12, listen carefully. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, let me get a little bit more scriptures, but because he had, his, he had his, his three that he had really close. His inner core. Then he had his 12, but then he had about 77 around him. Then he had the other hundreds around him. He was, he was teaching, just like I am right now, just like all you guys here. And then, then those, that I, the, those that are on, on those, those are my leadership staff, and those that I have ministerial staff, it's like three different layers and also then the ones that I'm affecting through all different medias and all different uh, relationships spiritually and, and this is what Jesus is doing and, and he tells them something that was pretty rough if you read before that, I, I don't want to get into this, I don't want to throw you guys off, he gives you some stuff and he says some stuff that's pretty hard, because how many know church, how many here have kids and sometimes you got to tell them what you don't want to tell them Come on, you, gotta, you got to tell them what you don't want to hear. But uh, 
you still love them. No, don't be running around in the cafe. Hello, tell you parents, your kids run around like this ain't a playground, it's a cafe. You got to tell them, no, sit down. No, let me run around the street and get hit by a car. Don't worry about it. When, I, when we can, a few, few more months by this year, we will have a playground for them. Come on, I, I know. I, it's, 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 let me take my time. Look how much we've done already in a year. We're not, believe me. It's, I'm going to start calling our kids' names right now. And let's see. Oh, you still following me? Man, this is getting good. I don't know about you, but I'm having fun. <laughs> then Jesus, uh, man, this is heavy right here, man. For that time, many, many, someone say many. many. Many, guys. It wasn't just one or two. It was a lot. Many, many, look at many of his disciples went back and walked with him no more. They just said, I'm done. I'm done abiding. I'm done abiding. Literally, all of a sudden, are disappearing. Need you to see this is where we're at. Say, no longer am I going to follow you, Jesus. Because I was offended, I was hurt. You, you doubt what my marriage, you doubt with me, you told me something I like. You know, you told me, you know, oh, I couldn't be going to those worldly concerts or, <clears throat> well, here he goes. <clears throat> Verse 68, but Simon Peter, but Simon Peter answered him. Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the word of eternal life. Also, we have come to believe and know that you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Come on, somebody. Here, 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 here's the branches. Hey, where am I supposed to go? can't go nowhere man I know who you are I know what I've seen I know what you've done I, I got your back all the disciples are right there all the disciples are listening but here goes Jesus because Jesus you know Jesus is smart the Bible says that he grew in wisdom and in stature the Bible says he says these words he goes Jesus answered them did I not choose you the twelve and one of you is a devil heavy man he spoke of Judas Iscariot the son of Simon the son of Simon for it was he who would betray him being one of the twelve one of the one that abides you and I are going to be challenged if we abide in Christ we're still going to be challenged we're still going to be challenged the world is going to come and try to offer you things. The devil's going to come and try to offer you women and girls and money. He messes with our children. He's trying to offer things to our children. Lies, false, false futures, false promises. 
We have to be able to say, I want to come against these challenges. Come on, somebody. There are going to be some challenges. I'm telling you, I've been challenged left and right. I've been challenged. Judas bit into the lie. See, Judas knew the secret place of Jesus. He was a chosen one. He knew the secret place. The Bible talks about Judas. Even watch, Listen, I'm going to tell you. Judas was anointed also by God. He also, he healed the sick also. He was sent by twos, the Bible says. And they moved in function. So he wasn't just somebody who didn't know nothing. He was someone who knew something. We get challenged. The devil's a liar. Come on, somebody. He's after you. When you're right on, I believe Judas was right on, and all of a sudden he twisted his heart. You know why? Because I've been deceived. And I, when I got deceived, I'm like, whoa, 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 wake up. Wait, wait, come on, wait, wait. I had to wake my, I had to slap myself. Wake up. Get back where you belong. We're going into this new year, guys. Either abiding Christ like how we should or still be playing games and preaching the gospel, teaching the word, inviting people to church, singing the worship, teaching the kids, and still being a dead branch that, that last one right there. Because we're eventually going to dry up. Amen. I'm tired. I'm tired of being a branch that says that I abide. I want to be a branch like this one right here that has fruit. Come on, somebody. This is not going to bear no more fruit. All it's going to do is be a branch that's dry. But this one's going to bear fruit. Amen? Just for the sake of time and the sake of like everybody's looking at me. Someone say time. Time. Time does not lie. Time exposes us all. Time brings out the truth. Time allows us. Come on. Come on. Time Time is, I'm telling you. Time here. Judas had time. When he was, when all this was going on, there was, the, God was trying to get Judas to wake up. Judas, don't disconnect. Don't run. Come on. Don't, don't do it. He even told him while they were sitting at the table, all of them eating. He's talking. He said, hey, it's the one that dips the bread in the wine. Who, me? <laughs> How many times will God rebuke us? God correct us. A sermon hit us in our heart. A sermon will hit us, oh, and that's me. And then we're like, oh, no, that's not really me. That's all right. <laughs> we, we brush it off like nothing. When God says, no, God, when God's dealing with our heart. When God's dealing with us. See, time showed Judas where his heart really was. He was chosen, but time showed him where he was. He found out, listen carefully, abiding in Christ takes work. Abiding in Christ takes energy. Here's these branches, listen carefully. In the time this tree has grown 
little bit bigger, but that much little trunk, and that much taller. In time, this tree is going to blossom. It might not be right away, maybe not even be next month, but this tree is going to blossom. It's going to grow. It's going to, all the branches are going to get healthy. And now the fruit of it is going to begin to blossom. The flowers on it are going to begin to blossom. And it's still not going to be bearing fruit yet. But it's going to be looking like, hey, look at me. I'm no longer a little twig. <laughs> the same way when we come to Christ, when we abide in Christ, we start growing. We start learning. We're going to church and, yeah, you're like that little, your little branch, your little twig. Here you are. The winds come, standing on the winds. Oh, Lord, have mercy on the standing on the winds. They're coming, trying to blow you out, and all these things are attacking you, and the people lying to you, old homies, old friends, all this craziness trying to hit you up on Facebook and out there, and where you at, where you've been, and trying to disconnect you. You got to come on, somebody. The trial that you go through, the things that you face, the things that come at you in your marriage, with your children, financially, physically. And if you give in to that, all of a sudden, uh, but God said, no, abide in me and I in you. Come on, somebody. See, that's, come on. That's where it says in John, greater is he that's in what? Than he that's in the So greatness is in us. When we abide in Christ, we're great, we're mighty. Come on, somebody. We can follow, we can face the challenges and regardless of what happens in time, we can do this. We can do this. We can do this. We can become greater and mightier. We can become more, listen, this is what I want you to, this is what I want you to catch. We can become more productive. Come on, so we can be more productive. See, the, the Bible talks about, and I'll be closing, that when Jesus selected his 12, he ignored how crazy they were. He ignored them. He ignored all what the world standards were. Sometimes we think, well, I'm not young enough, I'm not old enough. I don't have the look, uh, you know, I'm too skinny, I'm too fat. You know, we got all these weird things. God ignores that. What God looks at is our heart. Is my son abiding in me? Come on, somebody. Is my son abiding in me? Jesus' disciples, guys, were untrained and uneducated. And they turned the world upside down. Come on, somebody. You got to see this. This is what happened in time. I want you to see this. Acts chapter 4, verse 3. And they laid hands. 4, verse 13, excuse me. Now, when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were uneducated and untrained men, they marveled and they realized that they had been with Jesus. Come on. They realized that they'd been abiding in Christ. They realized they abided in Christ. People know if we're abiding in Christ or being disconnected. Or we say we just, we go to church or or we just say we love Jesus. But we can say it all we want and be drying up. 
But the reality, we need to understand that we need to stay connected to the vine so that we can grow and prosper as fathers, as sons and daughters of the Most High, that we can be effective people. The Bible says in Acts chapter 4 verse 13 that they said, I can see that they've been with Jesus. Come on, somebody. That, that's very important. Very important. Very important. Church, these young disciples, they soon displayed remarkable growth. Time caused them to grow. They were fishermen, they were tax collectors, they were all this stuff. But look at look at Matthew chapter 10, verse 1. The 10 verse 1 says this. And when he had called his 12 disciples to him, he gave them power over unclean spirits to cast them out, to heal all the kinds of sicknesses and all kinds of diseases. My God, he empowered them because they abide in him that they became powerful in Christ. Wow. I want to leave you with this this morning, church. The men that were under Jesus were some of the worst of the worst, but they became some of the best of the best because they allowed themselves to abide in Christ. Come on, somebody. They allowed themselves to abide in Christ. When they abide in Christ, God began to pull out their full potential, their full potential. I believe some of us, we haven't tapped into our full potential. See, potential means having the capability to become or to be developed into something great. You will not have the potential to be developed into something great and something mighty. We need to continue to abide in him. This, come on, come on. We got to understand that this tree has the ability to grow beyond our imagination. As long as it leaves and all these branches stay connected, you see it just take off. There's a tree in this road in the back of Riverside that we go to. Me and my wife, I love driving down that, that road in the back. And I see all these trees, huge trees, man. It looks like I'm in a whole different world. Those trunks are huge. The branches are huge. The trees are huge. I'm just driving through there. I'm like, man, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. But then you see some other ones that are <laughs> But there's some other ones that are beautiful. Because why, church? Because time, time, time went by and it grew and it grew. It didn't say, well, I'm out of here, jumped up and left. It stayed yield. Again, the word abide means to endure without yielding, to bear patiently. Come on, somebody. To remain stable. Tell your neighbor, I want to remain stable. I want you to all stand with me this morning. Jesus causes us to be stable. Some of us were very unstable. Jesus says, I'm going to make you stable. You abide in me, I'm going to make you stable. Come on, somebody, you abide in me, I'm going to make you stable. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Church, 
I really want you to understand this morning. Let's go into this new year abiding in Christ, being back sensitive to the Holy Ghost, allowing the Holy Ghost to convict us so that we can repent and get things right, that we would just stay away from the impurities that will mess us up, that we would just abide in him and how we need to follow him. And it tells a lot about us who we're following. It tells a lot about who we follow. It tells a lot about us if we endure the challenges that we face. And time will always prove God right. I'm telling you guys, abiding in Christ. Because apart from him, we could do nothing. But if we abide in him, we will be fruitful in our marriage, with our children, in our finances, in our ministry, and our walk with Christ. We cannot say we abide and we don't do what's asked of us. Don't make any sense. It's like trying to come and play basketball with football rules. It just ain't going to work. So if we're going to abide in Jesus, uh, let's abide to his word. Let's abide and let's follow his word. Let's be the followers of his word, followers of his instructions, followers of what he has for us so that we can become greater and mightier, that we will grow in the wisdom and stature that Jesus did. Maybe you hear this one saying, Pastor, you know what? I hear what you're saying, but I don't know Jesus. I've never, I never abide in him. I never give my life to the Lord. But I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to give my life to Jesus today. I want to give my heart to Jesus. Every head bowed, every head closed, but you're saying, that's me, Pastor. I want to give my life. Lift up your hand. I want to pray with you if that's you this morning. Lift up your hands. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Maybe you're here this morning saying, Pastor, I've fallen away. I've drifted away and, and I need to get things back. I need to get things right back again. If that's you, lift up your hand. I want to pray with you this morning. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God sees those hands. Church, know this, that he loves you and he cares for you. He wants to see the best for you. And he wants you to become everything you're called to be. The Bible says that he's patient with us. He's patient. He's patient. He's been patient with me. I know he's been patient with a lot of us. And because of his patience, I I was able to become what God wanted me to become. And right now, God is tugging at some of our hearts. It says, we need to just get some things in order. And you'll see yourself flourish. You'll see yourself grow like never before. If you lifted up your hand and God spoke to you, I want you to come right now. I want you to come now. Come now. Come now. Come now. Because I, I, I need to follow. I need to, I need to follow, follow right. There's some things I need to cut loose, but I need to follow all the way. I've been challenged and I've been fighting away all those bad challenges, but man, some have been overtaking me. I, I'm tired of being overtaken by those challenges. I, I'm tired of being overtaken by that. I'm tired. You know, I've been serving God for years, but man, it, I, I, I got weak. Something happened. I just need to get things right again. Come. He loves you regardless of what happened. He loves you. He cares about you. Hallelujah. 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 
If God spoke anyone else, if God spoke to you, come. It's come. It's the place to get this room over here at the altar and this side. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Maybe you feel like you've been drying up. And it's really like you've been crying out to God and you, and you haven't been hearing nothing no more. God said, he's here. He loves you. He loves you. It's not over. It's not over. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I want you to say this prayer with me. Say, Jesus, wash me with your precious blood. Forgive me of all my sins. Come into my heart and make me new. Thank you for forgiving me of all my sins. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, give the Lord a great clap offering, amen. Hallelujah.